I think we just have to move around again. Mandatory dance breaks. <laughs> yeah. For the record, and for uh, eventually whenever we have video, uh, you'll see that these rooms are like motion-activated lights. Yeah. Which is real unfortunate because occasionally if we sit down for too long in quiet... Uh, one of us has to do has to take one for the team and do the Macarena for mm. the entirety of the episode. Yeah. Um, the entire four, one minute, one hour and 40 minutes from time. <laughs> Should we start? Yes. All right. <clears throat> Hi. Welcome to Lukewarm Takes. It's like hot takes, but worse. I'm Jack. I'm Ford. I was trying to say it slowly so that I don't the words. Uh, like I have been wont to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how, how's it going? I don't know. Wow, it's been so long since I've seen you. Third of the episode check-in. How are you doing? Uh, well. <laughs> Do you like the show? Are you tired of it? Never, Never mind. mind, I don't, I don't want to know. Boo. <laughs> My favorite thing to do is say song lyrics like it's a monologue. It is so funny. This me. is true, actually, as I've been there multiple times. It's just, it's hilarious. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, I think I'm looking forward to cracking up. God. Um, oh. How am I, I'm, how am I doing, though? Uh, well, I told, as I mentioned earlier, didn't sleep super great last night, so that's the short term. Uh, but luckily I had this Gatorade in the fridge. So true. It's not a breakfast, but it's <laughs> something. Uh, the long term of it, I'm doing fine overall. Uh, I was worried about the amount of homework I was receiving at first, but I found it's a very rhythmic. It's a very rhythmic routine in terms of what I'm receiving. Right. So it's not bad. Nice. You? <laughs> uh, I'm good. I start one of my jobs tomorrow. Um, I have. Two jobs now. Three if you count being a CEO. Um, Jesus, An entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm starting one where I am working the front desk in our audio post-production lab. Um, it's all, everything that we do is through this one website that you need, like, a um, administrator to give you a login for. Mm-hmm. And I start tomorrow. And the administrator has not given me a lock-in. That feels about right. And he right. gave us, like, homework to do where we had to, like, uh, research the microphones that we have available. And I didn't know what they were because I cannot access the website where I could find out. Uh, and so I emailed him, and then he didn't respond. Um, but I'm doing good. I'm doing fine. Um, oh, I'm going to do... Our patron read. Go we didn't right. do that last week. Luckily, I had a little I had a little trick up my sleeve where I just used the patron read I'd already recorded for Nemesign and dropped it in at the front of the episode. Um, but, but yeah, let's do that now. Yes, you get to hear you get to hear your names live, up close and intimate. Morgan Patterson, my bestie. Theo Hendry, Jace Pastris. Uh, Aaron's bestie, Mordecai Senate, our bestie, collective bestie, <laughs> Ollie Science, Lonely Pumpkin—that's an excellent name. Nick, Juno—I hope that uh, this person named Juno is 
coping with the penumbra news. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. We will. Olive Eodwolf, Crow, Andrea... Andrea Siegel. Andrea Siegel, Janaloni, hi mom, Gibby. That's the name of my high school drama teacher? Um, that really threw me off for a second. Your high school drama teacher is Gibby from my car? No, her name is Juliana Gibbons. Oh. But we called her Gibby. Dylan Beauchamp. Hi, Bestie. Prozac Haven. Lucifer H. Morningstar. Nice. Aaron Zubbo. A Bestie. (laughs) Iris Newland. Jupiter McIntyre. Connor Fox. A Bestie. bestie. (laughs) Emery Silvers. Saffron. Neopet Graveyard. And Adrian Frisbee. Hello, bestie. Thank you all for your money. For your continued money. <laughs> we don't know why, but thank you we anyway. We do. It's because we're great people. <laughs> that's really putting a high bar on it. <laughs> well, actually, that's... These days in podcasting, that's not a high bar at all. No. Um, yeah. Should we talk about news? Let's talk about news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's not that many pieces of news. No, there's Penumbra, which, to recap, uh, the Penumbra podcast creators hired, they hire an artist every season to do little posters, little character designs. Uh, the artist that they hired is one known for using racist and transmisogynist stereotypes in their work. Um, the character lineup that they released only proves that, um... And in response to people being like, hey, maybe you should have hired a different artist, uh, Harley Takagi Kaner was like, cancel culture. Cancel you culture. You are being so mean to me and this artist, and went on a little Twitter rant. Yeah, this is bullying. You call me racist. Yeah, and then no one has said anything about it since then, except on a live stream, uh, Kevin Vibert did say that they are working on a like company-wide professional response to the situation, which hopefully, hopefully, involves, um, yeah. you know, picking yeah. a different artist. Yeah, there's no way they apologizing can... and yeah, like here's the thing: doing something to uh, apologize to their fans of color. Yeah, like here's the thing: there's only. There's only such a handful of ways they could make this worse, and I could see all of them happening. Yeah. Uh, I have very little faith in people, is the issue. Yeah, I have very little faith in people, and I have very little faith that they will handle this completely correctly. But I do think that there is a way to handle it correctly, and I do, It's like, such an easy solution. Yeah, like, I'm waiting for it to happen, and it's like, if that happens, I personally will be like all right, they dealt with this, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it is a shitty situation, but it is, in my opinion, an amendable situation. Um, Yeah, it's... uh, Now, granted, I don't think it's our place to say that they amended it or not. No. But I do think there is a way where they can, I'm going to say, in a more general sense, uh, be less terrible. Yeah, yeah. I will not say whether or not that makes them good, but I will say it makes it less terrible. Yeah. And I, I don't know, I, the way that, like, every Penumbra cosplayer and writer and artist that I know has been, like, I am never consuming Penumbra content or creating it ever again. Um, I don't know, it, 
it rubs me the wrong way a little bit with how swift the retribution has been um, for this when right. there are, A, um, like, things that are bad about the Penumbra podcast itself that haven't really been called out on this level before, and B, like, this is happening with the Magnus Archives, too, yes, um, and no one is doing that. <laughs> yeah, more specifically with uh, the company that produces it, uh, we should say. Yeah. But... Yeah, there's not this level of retribution, yeah. which I imagine my theory I've been working with in my brain is that it's because the Magnus Archives is over, and thus they feel, and thus people don't feel like the mm. ob- the same obligation. That makes sense. But they're like they're still releasing content for the Magnus Archives, and Rusty Quill is still profiting. very much a company that is profiting off of you making content for the Magnus Archives, and it's yeah. just like I don't know. There is there is something to be said that the retribution has been so swift for Penumbra and not for Rusty Quill, um, and not for, like, other podcasts and things like that that have gone through similar things. Agreed. Yeah. I don't know. Like, people are... People are right to be, like, more careful about what they're making fan content for and to, like, require apologies from these people and require... um, systematic changes in these companies. I mean, frankly, we did the same thing very publicly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it is just... Yeah, it is weird to me that Penumbra is the only one that is getting that on this scale. Yeah. Is all I have to say. (laughs) My personal thought process is I don't care what they do, just hold them to the same... I guess mark that. uh, Hold them to the same uh, level of accountability here. Yeah. Like, if y'all... Uh, because, like, I think perf- oh, perfectly well, I think it's warranted, but I think it's warranted for both. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know, keep the same energy and all that. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, there's your uh, there's your update on podcast world drama, and I'm just gonna say, Night Vale hasn't done No, Night Vale's still plugging away. Night, yeah, so in case you were worried, uh, they've done nothing. They're just vibing. Did they... I I saw a post talking about official character designs for Cecil and Carlos. Did those come out recently? Uh, they're not official, I believe. Okay. Uh, they're basically, I think it's kind of cute, actually. They made these little dress-up magnet sets. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, for Cecil and Carlos. And so, uh, there are technically official. You can't see it, but I'm doing major air quotes around that. Mm -hmm. Official. But knowing... Knowing uh, Night Vale, those are not official official. Yeah. Because what I was thinking is that, like, that's not what Cecil Palmer looks like. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, my my thought process here is that Carlos is probably very well official. I think everyone else, can, everyone does kind right. of generally agree on the way Carlos looks. Uh, because Carlos is one of the only characters in Night Vale that has been very well defined in appearance. Yeah, because the host is in love with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> every day, Cecil is like, let me describe every detail of what Carlos looks like today. Yeah, and I will say they do something that Penumbra really should have done along, uh, really should have done because they really dug themselves a hole, uh, which is that in their art they make Cecil white because his voice actor is white. Yeah, yeah. This is this is what I'm saying about Penumbra is that like. It's bad that they hired this artist and responded to the backlash that way, but, like, they've been having problems like this the whole time with 
Juno's race. <laughs> yeah, and then whenever people... Uh, See, it would be one thing if already they were doing that, but then on top of that, they had this new layer of, like, yeah. they're like, but it's not canon. Yeah. And it's like, this seems like y'all are being chicken. Yeah, okay. it's like Juno is A, black in all of the official art, and B, like, his entire story and, like, I don't know, everything that happens in the Penumbra is, like, so clearly informed by race and systemic racism and they just, like, will not address it in canon. Um, and I understand why. Yeah, and all of the writers and Joshua Elon are all white. And so it's like, well, probably Takagi Kaner isn't... I don't think. No, I don't believe so. Yeah. Um, but it's like, they're not black. And they are specifically creating this character who is meant to be perceived as black, but is written and played by white people. Um... So, and even if that wasn't an issue, Juno is a trans femme character mm-hmm. being played by a cis man. So we're really adding layers on layers here, people. Yeah. It's just like, there are things that you could have been calling out the penumbra on at this scale before this happened. Yeah. Let's be real here for a second. I'm going to say something perhaps a bit controversial, but I personally believe uh, people hold the penumbra up to a standard that simply does not exist upon. Um because, like, don't get me wrong, I love the Penumbra podcast, and I do, fe- and I f- feel like it, it, its representation is important in a lot of ways. But the way they've executed that representation and people holding it as a monolith is the way they've executed it is lacking. Yeah. And to say that it is a perfect show, uh, obviously people realize that now, but prior to, like, this whole thing happening, uh, kind of missed the plot there. Yeah, and people do that... I think with any non-visual medium, because it is so easy to take this character um, who was created, like, out of whiteness or cisness or something like that, and, like, manipulate them into their own little version, because you can't see them. And so, like, you can make art where they are, like removed from the whiteness and cisness of exactly. their source material. And people do that enough, and then they're like, this means that this character is just like that. Um, like Jonathan Sims. Yeah. And You have no evidence that Jonathan Sims wears a skirt to work every day. You just decided that, and now he's like separated from gender norms that he might uphold in the canon of the podcast. Exactly. Uh, I feel like, and I think, and I'll say, and I'll say, I'm not gonna uh, hold our podcast to the same standard you would theirs. Not like that, but like, please be mean to Nemesai. <laughs> yeah, we're at. This is us asking you to hold us accountable for. Uh, like, we are not saying like, oh, you need to hold us responsible. We're gonna hold ourselves responsible, but yeah. we're saying like, don't treat don't treat our work like a monolith. Yeah, exactly. Um. Do you want to talk about Montero now? Yeah. I know that was a heavy moment to end upon, but, like, uh, also album of the year over here. Yes. Oh, my God. I I just listened to it. I came to this recording session from listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am obsessed. It's genuinely, I think it's one of the few perfect albums I've listened to, where it's, like, yeah. every single song is, like, would be the best song on another album. Yeah, it is truly no skip. And this is, like, I um, haven't, like, 
listened to Lil Nas X's music like of my own volition mm-hmm. before this album. Like it was like if it was playing, I'd bop along to it. Um, but I didn't like wake up in the morning and I was like, time to listen to Call Me by Your Name. But like songs on this album, bang. Mm-hmm. Which are hold on. Yeah, let's let me look at the track list. Yeah, quick tra- track list of overview. Yeah, my favorites of what I've heard so far are um, "Lost in the Citadel" and "Tales of Dominica." "Tales of Dominica" is one of my favorite. Uh, "Life After Salem," uh, they're all great songs, but this is just my personal list. Uh, uh, "Tales of Dominica," "Void," "Life After Salem," "Don't Want It," "Am I Dreaming," and I also love "That's What I Want." That's what I want. I am a gay person, after all. Yeah, like, like we are not immune to the we are not immune to the wiles of Lil Nas. I'm also not immune to that music video. Oh, that music video slaps. I am not immune to Lil Nas in a wedding dress shredding on a guitar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a mullet and a wedding dress. God, the combo. <laughs> but yeah, needless to say, that man put crack in the album. Yeah, it does bang. Um, very hard. Yeah. Uh. Every song would be, like I said, genuinely, I think they're all equally as good as the other, where it's like you go to the next song and you're like, well, this, you're like, there has to be a point where it's like there's a dip here in quality. Yeah. And then there never is. Yeah, like there are songs that I like more than others, but like even the songs that aren't up there are still up there. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I do do mean whenever I say, I've said this before, I truly stand by it. People are going to be imitating Lil Nas X the way they do, like, Bowie or uh, uh, Freddie, uh, Freddie uh, Mercury or other other artists of that. Did you almost say Freddie Krueger? No, Freddie. I heard Freddie Prince Jr., and then I heard, like, Freddie K. And I was like, really? No, I was, like, trying to find my word. I was trying to find my words again after say, after nearly saying Prince and, and, Freddie, uh, and uh, Freddie Mercury at the same time. Yeah, like, he is... At such a, like, beginning point in his career, and he is already such a, like, canonized queer figure in music. Yeah. Um, and, and... And above that, and above even that, his style is so iconic. Yes. Like, he... And I don't mean that, like, oh, he's iconic. No, genuinely. Like, he has a very unique style yeah. to both his music, his music videos, the way he presents himself. Like... He is a very, like, he's a very unique figure in terms of just, like, music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's this, like, iconic figure and also, like Freddie Mercury um, or Bowie, but he is, like, so much more open and, like, explicit about his queerness, and it's very cool yeah, exactly. to see that. Which, like, is partially because he's making music in the 2020s, and they were making music in... The 90s and 80s. Exactly. Um... But also, like, he he is just f***ing a man in his music videos. Yeah. Like, that's not and a joke, by the I way. I love it. I love it. I was talking about this when we were watching the music video together, but, like, imagine being an actor getting hired to do a music video, and they're like, all right, your role is getting f***ed by Lil Nas X. And <laughs> Imagine no. being that person. What a good day for you. Yeah. You just get to, like, sit in a locker room and make out with Lil Nas X for a couple hours and then get paid and go home. Yeah, like, best job you'll ever have. Mm-hmm. You get to m- make out with this very attractive, like, 
one of the very attractive artists who's one of the biggest artists of his generation, and then you go home. Yeah. Yeah. Did anything else happen? Uh, I I know the Matrix 4 trailer dropped, but that was, like, we forgot to go over that last week. Right. Uh, but aside from that... Have you my, seen it? Uh, no. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be real for a second. Uh, I have not watched the Matrix beyond the first movie. I haven't either. I, I saw this post. Um, yeah. I saw this tweet that was like, it's so nice that um, in in the 90s, all of those young men lined up to see The Matrix, and now in 2021, those same young women are going to line up to see The Matrix again. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> My So true, bestie. I also saw someone else being like, um, why did they let... Why did they let uh, those guys' sisters direct this movie? And I was like, oh, buddy, you're, you're missing a crucial piece of information here. Yeah, I hate to tell you, friend. Mm-hmm. Same, same mother Exactly. <laughs> I will probably watch it. Um, yeah. I have not seen past the first movie, but... I also haven't... To I, be fair, I haven't even watched Shang-Chi yet. Like, yeah. But that's because... Uh, I don't go to a movie theater unless I can guarantee only, like, six people are going to show up. Mm-hmm. So, like, to be fair, my movie-watching strategy is a very delayed one. <laughs> yeah, I will probably wait until... I don't. It's still, like, the $30 thing on Disney Plus right now, so I'll probably wait until that isn't the case. Yeah, whichever comes there. Whichever comes first, really. Yeah. Um, cool. Should we get into the meat of our episode? <laughs> Yeah, uh, we've been avoiding it. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have notes? I, I do. We took so few of them. They're very loose notes, to be fair. Which is why our patrons are not getting a brainstorming session. Yeah, because uh, I'm going to be real f- with y'all for a second. Our brainstorming session took a surprisingly short amount of time. Yeah. Ten minutes tops. Yeah. Um, anyway. So... Basically, we, uh, our, our plan was, like, or one of our ideas was, um, to make something being, like, talking about all of the, the terrible fandoms that exist today, um, and how they differ from the terrible fandoms of yesteryear, Mm -hmm. by which I mean 2015, (laughs) um, and then we were, like, that is for a later date. Um, but then we were like, you know what terrible fandom we could focus on? Boy, do we got <laughs> Is the Minecraft YouTubers. And then we were like, let's build a Minecraft YouTuber. Yeah, uh, this is our formal announcement, actually. We are going to be quitting podcasting, uh, because clearly where the money is, is in Minecraft YouTubing. Yes. Uh, YouTubing and streaming So we're creating a streamer persona. Yeah, so whenever, uh... You, whenever we leave you all, uh, you'll know where to you'll know where to follow us. Yeah, on uh, on Twitch. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of these notes says critiques. They suck. <laughs> um, all right. So we have a guy. We have a guy. This is us creating the persona. We have a guy. He is white. Five four. <sighs> No, not 5'4". No, he has... 5'8". Yeah, he ha- I was just to say, he has to be 5'8". I so was he- thinking in trans guy heights. Yeah, no, he has to be 5'8". 5'4 is the trans 5'8". 
<laughs> I'm basically six foot in trans height. Yeah. How tall are you? I am five six ish. Damn. Uh, I'm five five. I'm five. Technically, my height is five five point five. This Damn. is not a joke. I saw someone's Tinder bio um, said uh, six four six twelve total, and it still haunts me. Um, all right, so we have he we have a man. Yes. He's white five eight. Yes. He wears a little hoodie. Yes. That's what the mask is. <laughs> That's what the point of, of the, the mask, mask is. I feel like our guy should not be one of the people who doesn't have his face on screen. Yes. Okay. So I'm our man th- is public. Yeah. So here are the members of the Dream SMP. Why? Because we have to choose a name. We do have to choose a name. We have to tr- choose a name for our new SMP. I want his real name to be Jason. Okay. Jason or like an E name. See, here's the thing. Uh, Elijah. We can choose as stupid a name we want because one of their real honest to God names is uh, it's something with a W. Uh, hold on. I have to remember. Wilbur. Yes, it's Wilbur. Yeah, it's Wilbur Soot. Yeah, real honest to God, God given name is founder Wilbur. of Reddit reading channel Soot House and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, here's their real real names. Not real names, but their SMP names. Yeah. Dream. George Not Found. Real man's name is George. Yeah. Uh Sapnap. Uh One of them is Ranbu. Yeah, Tommy Innit. Tu- Tubbo. Or is it Tubo? I don't it's care. It's Tubbo. I don't care. Fundy. That's it. Uh Wilbur Wilbur Soot, obviously. He's dead now in canon. So. No, he got revived. Oh, and yeah. now it's Revive Burr. I used to have a lot of Dream SMP mutuals. We've ended that. And they that's why that's why the um white streak thing. Oh. Yeah. There's a song about it on TikTok and it annoys me because the song is great, <laughs> but it is about Wilbur Soot, the Minecraft character. Uh Jay Schlatt. I heard nothing but great things about him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quackity, Carl Jacobs, uh, Technoblade. Uh, I won't. I won't make fun of him excessively because he does have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Ranbu. Yeah, there he is. Uh, yeah. There are more people involved in this than I thought. Oh, yeah. This goes all the way to the top. <laughs> no, there are way more. Like I'll... That's too many people. Yeah, this is... All... That involved was... Involved in one little Minecraft project. I only read the important ones. Damn. Um, okay. Our man. His name is Jason. Jason. He's gotta have a real stupid name, though. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm thinking... Because, like, they all have their own little character archetypes. Is mm-hmm. the thing. I so, want I want Jason to be like like emo kind of, but right. in a way where he definitely was not emo ever and just like saw Gerard Way getting popular okay. and was like, how can I turn this into my internet persona? Right. Okay. So we're thinking like a Technoblade ghost 
Wilbur, Wilbur revive burst situation. <laughs> I've never felt more like a mom talking about the internet than I do is right this now. What the, is this what the kids are doing these days? Your little Minecraft? It really does feel that way, though, because yeah. it's like, we're not that old is the thing. I'm tw- I'm going to be 20 this next month. Yeah. You're 19. We're not old, but we have dignity. Yeah, we're not old, we have dignity, and apparently we've missed the f***ing internet train. Like, like I would like to think that we're, pre- we're pretty well-to-date on current internet stuff. I'm not. Well, sort of. Yeah. Uh, let's call it more like we sort of know. Okay. We sort of know what's going on, so it's a bit strange to see something so wildly out of our wheelhouse beyond just, like, yeah. I guess the straight, quote-unquote, part of the internet yes so what is our man's uh minecraft name see we our choices are just his name yeah on some variation on his name uh or just some random random that we're pulling out i'm just i'm looking at objects around the room socket (laughs) (laughs) Uh, jacket. <laughs> jacket. <laughs> Jackpack. <laughs> I, I don't hate that. <laughs> it sounds too much. The problem fun. is, is that then I feel like his name should be Jack and I don't want to be associated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do we have? But it's spelled T E A. That's not bad. J T E A. Yeah, not bad. Okay. So so right now our choices are socket. (laughs) J T. Hmm. Which of them sounds more like more like uh, someone who would be weird to 12-year-old girls. Oh, then we do something like J-Socket or something like JT sounds like a, a man who would be weird to children. JT does? Yeah. All right. That sounds like some uh, a grown man that children on the internet would uh, infantilize, and then he would yeah. take advantage of that. Yeah, JT um, gives me less emo vibes and more of, like, fake cozy vibes, you know? Mm, so this is, like, our persona now. Yeah. We're, we're the fake cozy guy. He wears a little sweater. Yeah, he wears a printed sweater. Mm-hmm. He's got sw- He's got fluffy hair. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's got the round glasses. He's got those little, he's got those round glasses. He's always, he's always drinking a hot drink on stream. He has one nail painted. He has, he does what my English teacher in high school does and has two nails painted at any given time. Yeah. Yeah, he has, he has two nails painted. It's one on each hand. Yeah, no, this is not a joke. This is something that my high school English teacher did because he thought this was like, his way of, like, defying the patriarchy, which, to be fair, maybe to him it was. Maybe to him this was him defying gender norms in some way or fashion. However, I think it's so funny. Yeah. All right. His name is JT, Internet Cozy Boy. Mm -hmm. His fans are called Teacups. I'm going to kill you. (gasps) Teacups. No. Teacups. 
<laughs> um, he plays Minecraft. He plays Minecraft and also Animal Crossing. Yeah. Animal Crossings are like his Saturday night stream. Yes. He plays he plays Animal Crossing on Saturday nights. Yeah, that's like their break time. <laughs> um where they can all talk as a fandom about how <laughs> their day is going. <laughs> okay, we have this man. <laughs> Mandatory dance break. Um People, who are his alliances in the Minecraft YouTube community? Who are other... <laughs> I don't know enough about any of these men. I don't either. Uh, as far as I'm aware, the favorite people are uh, the ones I listed, obviously. Uh, here's what I know. Wilbur, okay, Wilbur so makes, like, soft boy music. Yeah. And so I feel like... Jason and Wilbur Soot have done a song together. For sure. He has a mediocre music career. Yeah, he has, like, a music career that is only considered a career because he is so famous on a different platform. Yeah. Let's list my crime. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joni Mitchell. Everyone should watch... The Barking uh, Glass. The Barking Glass Batman villain character's welcome video. Yeah, I believe it's called the most unpredictable Batman villain yet. Yeah. Go watch it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, I think that I think that's good. Uh, so there's that. Cool. Uh, Will, he's, so they have an alliance based solely on the fact that he makes mediocre music and they both have yeah. a soft boy persona. They have collabed. Uh... By extension, then, uh, he has some sort of, like, alliance with Tubbo and Tommy. Yeah, no, I think that he has been in the Dream SMP. For sure. Yeah. Um, because this is this is our Dream SMP OC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That is really what we're doing. Yeah. Controversies. Controversies. What has this done? What, is, what has he done? Uh, are we gonna spin the wheel? <laughs> spin the wheel. Said a slur. Said a slur eight years ago. Uh, said a slur on stream. Said a slur on stream. He said, oh, I have one. Oh, what is it? He said, like, a, a um, homophobic slur, and the big controversy is that a bunch of his fans are like, no, obviously he's gay. Look at him. He can say it. Except, like, he definitely is not. But he lets them continue. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he is clearly just, like, a straight man who who wears a sweater and has round glasses. Um, exactly. But everyone is like, clearly he's gay and is just scared to come out. He can say slurs. <laughs> and he, he does not argue with this. Yeah. Yeah, he just stays out of it and lets it run its course. Yeah, uh, I think that's good. I think the continue. I think that he should have a dumb. Every, uh, for every re very real controversy, there has to be a very dumb one, and I think his should be queer baiting. Yeah, real person. Yeah, that yeah, that um controversy with the slur leads to people being like, JT is queer baiting us. A real, a real human person pulling a Billie Eilish. Sorry. Real person queerbaiting. I know, it's so dumb. Yeah. Um, 
So his his dumb controversy is queer baiting. His very real controversies that nobody actually talks about. Like people spend way more time on the queer baiting thing than they do on the actual issue. Absolutely. Uh, Jesus. I feel like his um, like solo Minecraft streams are um, he's building a little house and people can donate and tell him what the next room in his house should look like. Mm, that's a good idea. Thank you. It's a, it's like, we're guys. This could be just fully a real person and we wouldn't know. <laughs> we could have accidentally created a real Minecraft YouTuber yeah. who exists in the world. He talks like this and he's like, guys, what are we going to add next to the house? And it's like, we're making house. Making people house. keep begging him to do ASMR, but he doesn't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what that is, everybody. It's just... You know, I'm just happy. People are like, JT, open your granola bar real close to the mic. <laughs> really crunch in there. <laughs> He's like, is this what you want? And takes a little sip of water. Yeah. And he really slurps it. And he's like... <sniffs> yeah. There, There's a TikTok audio that is compilations of him slurping. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, He... <laughs> He uh, definitely calls it JT's Moving Castle or some shit. Absolutely. JT's Moving Treehouse. <laughs> JT's Magic Treehouse. J- JT's Wonder... Uh, JT's Mythical Treehouse or something. <laughs> um, JT's Cozy cozy Moving Treehouse. Cozy Corner. <laughs> JT's, co- JT's Cozy Corner. Yeah. I hate this. Uh... Yeah, I feel like we're missing we're missing a big piece of making this a real man. Yeah, we need something. There's like there's mm. something isn't there that needs to be. Hmm. What is it? He is he is identifiable enough that people can cosplay him. Yes. Um, because I think that his little Minecraft guy would be same like sweaters, glasses. Yeah, but I feel like there should be like a fun thing with like his hair or something, or he yeah. has like he gives himself elf ears or something. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. And that is, he gives like, um, he's clear, he clearly, like, has seen, um, like, the, the gay fairy culture side of TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's definitely not a part of it, but he's like, mm, aesthetic I can cop. Um, yeah, he does that. Aesthetic I can steal. And so he wears, he wears them fake elf ears. Yeah, he, uh, his little Minecraft guy has elf ears, uh, different colored eyes, and... Wait, like heterochromia? <laughs> I, actually, yes. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> heterochromia, uh... It's not funny in, in a way where I'm racist towards people with heterochromia. <laughs> it's funny in, like, a Tumblr OC way. Oh, yeah, no... I think what everybody fails to understand about Minecraft OCs, and I'm gonna further poke the bear here. They're all just they're all just Tumblr OCs. Yeah. They're, they're all just uh, my OC. Do not steal. When I was in the Hamilton fandom, uh-huh. that was a hard uh, <laughs> beginning of a sentence to get out. Um, there were a bunch of people who were like, "I headcanon John Lawrence as having heterochromia," and. Um, looking back on that, that was a real man. <laughs> that was a whole real person. Yeah. Uh, he also needs some costume variation, though. So he, had, so he's Elvin, his Minecraft guy. Is yeah, someone, Elvin. someone sends those Amazon elf ears to his P.O. box. Mm-hmm. Um, and then someone else sends, like, pierced versions. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so he has he's El his little Minecraft guy is Elden. He has heterochromia. Uh hmm. I feel like he fits in with um Technoblade then. Because from what I understand, Technoblade has like a He has a pig head. Yeah, and he has like a little monarch aesthetic, like fantasy monarch. Yeah. Ooh, Prince Regent. Ooh. <laughs> prince. Yes. Boy Prince. <laughs> The boy prince of Minecraft. I think we could, we could definitely lean into JT, it. the boy prince of Minecraft. This is good. <laughs> this is what we were missing. JT, he is the he is the boy prince of Minecraft, but in like a fairy prince way. In yes. Like the, in like that L. In like that Lord of. In like that. I'll be real. We started out trying to make a bad person. I would watch this man. <laughs> <laughs> the boy prince of Minecraft. <laughs> If I ever start streaming, this will be my persona now. GT, <laughs> the boyfriend. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> so he and Technoblade obviously have a thing going. People yes. ship them. Yes, people write JT and Technoblade porn on the internet. Oh, for sure. People write, people write graphic imagery. Absolutely. Yeah. Um... But then, like, there is also some Wilbur and JT slash because of the fact that they wrote a song together. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it's, like, it's Technoblade and JT's characters. Yeah. Um, and then Wilbur Soot the real man and Jason the real man. What's his last name? What's Jason's last name? Smith. No, that's too easy. Mraz. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> this crucial part of this man we're creating, he's Jason Mraz. <laughs> we didn't tell you. That was our, we were holding off on that one. No. What are... Jason Whitaker. Ooh. I feel like that's a real person. Yeah, that sounds like a real person. Um, but I like, I like where we're going with this. Yeah, uh... Jason we need... Montgomery. Yeah, it needs to just sound a little more fake. It needs to sound like he um, goes to private school. Yes. It needs to be a private school last name. Hold on, let me just... <laughs> let me get on babynames.com. Rich boy last names. I kind of like Montgomery. Montgomery's not bad, but also I feel bad associating Ricky Montgomery with whatever we're doing right now. Jason Montgomery is Ricky Montgomery's cousin. He's his little brother. Uh, 150 rich, popular, rich last names. Here we go. All right. Uh, let me see what we got. We need, it's got to be at least three syllables. Bamford. That's two syllables. Baldwin. Barclay. Oh, God. I'm going to puke. I kind of like Jason Barclay. Jason Barclay's not bad. Uh, but I am still married to the three plus syllables. We're not going full Italian. No, not yet. Uh... Trying to decide. Show me. Show me this list. Donnelly. Donnelly. Jason Donnelly. Ecclestone. No, that's that's Christopher Eccleston. Uh Ferdinand. I don't want this man to be associated with Doctor Who. He doesn't deserve that. I like Jason Donnelly. Jason Donnelly's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh I think that's a good runner. Cool. In there. Uh Heineken. That's a beer. Yeah. Uh, 
Hargreaves! <laughs> Jason Hargreaves. Jason Hargreaves. Secret eighth member of the Umbrella Academy. <laughs> that would actually be funny. That's not a bad last name, though, is the issue. Jason Hargreaves is good. Yeah, Jason Hargreaves sounds like a... Like, let's keep it... Let's decide between Donnelly and Hargreaves. I'm kind of partial to Hargreaves, mostly because I like the way it sounds. Cool. With Jason. Let's keep Jason Hargreaves, then. A.K.A. J.T. J.T. And his middle name starts with a T. It is Tiberius. His parents were Star Trek fans. James Tiberius Kirk. His parents were... He Jason tell, Tiberius Hargreaves. He uses that story to soften people to him. Uh, he's yeah. like, yeah, my parents were big Star Trek. He makes people guess what his middle name is. And mm-hmm. Nobody gets it right. He's like, uh, you guys are never going to guess it unless you're like, I don't know, really big fans of the, the show. <laughs> this is good. This is good. All right. Um, is there anything else we want to add to this man? I feel like we are. I promise that once we're done with this, we are gonna actually air our grievances with Minecraft YouTubers. This is all. We this just wanted to have a bit of fun. Yeah. No, my initial plan was we were gonna air our grievances at the beginning, but this is this works too. Oh. Yeah. This is again. We only spent ten minutes planning out this episode. Yeah. Uh, you can hold us. You can hold us uh, to that. That it was only ten minutes. Yeah. So like, if it's a bad episode. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. I think it's a great episode. I think we're having a great time here. Uh, yeah. Are we doing any media analysis? No, but we did that in the beginning. Yeah, obviously. We did our work for today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel like we need plot lines for him, though. He needs plot lines in the Minecraft. I don't know enough about... I don't either. That's why this is funny. SMP plot lines work. Uh, they're... They're elaborate and almost like somebody is making a very intense political drama. Yeah, I know one of them dies. One of them dies. It's Wilbur Soot. Uh, I know that we're going to have to... I can't believe we're going to have to put a trigger warning in for my for Minecraft YouTube storylines. But uh, Jay, Jay Schlatt kills himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, Jay Schlatt, no! <laughs> That's... Jay Schlatt becomes a dictator. Uh, they over... Eventually, though, they managed to overthrow him, I believe. Okay. Uh, okay, so it is, like, political intrigue, so we can yeah. work with the boy prince of yeah. Minecraft. Yeah, by the way, if you guys tell me I'm wrong, that means you're admitting to knowing things about Dream SMP, and that, it, and by default, you're worse than me. Yeah, Luke, you can correct us, <laughs> but, but correcting us makes us respect you less. Yeah, <laughs> so here's the thing. Yeah, no, Jay Schlitt, like, kills himself by drinking himself to death. That's... Because they, like, invade the kingdom, because they're, like, uh, basically, they have, like, this country, and he becomes, like, the dictator of this country, and, uh, and they find out, basically, like, uh, like, ha- uh, Technoblade, like, blows the whole thing up, uh, like, a festival up, cool. uh, and they take that opportunity to invade, I believe, cool. and... So is Technoblade the king? No. Why is he a king, then? It's just his avatar, I think. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's an anarchist. Hold on. Why is he dressed like a king, then? Hold on, I need to find some Technoblade quotes, because I know that there's some wild That's ones That's a lot there. to process. I think, I think our boy, our boy JT, boy prince of Minecraft, um, should, should take over the country. Should establish a limited monarchy in, in the country. A limited monarchy. Yeah. No, I think that plotline has since passed. 
I don't care. I'm trying to find. Okay. I'm trying to find these quotes. I think. I don't know what. What can he do? What are things that happen in an SMP? You can dig a hole. Yeah. That's just things you can do in Minecraft. Yeah. Congratulations. I think you should have a pirate arc. Oh my God! You're. You should so get kidnapped right. by pirates. You're so right. Yeah, he should get kidnapped by pirates, and one of the other members is captain of the pirate ship. Agreed. And they have a little, not like a relationship arc, but it is Technoblade becomes a pirate, kidnaps our boy, and they become friends. Yeah. And then everyone on the internet is like, time to write porn about these two. Yeah. So here's some actual quotes from Technoblade. When God sends me to hell, I want him to hesitate. Uh, in this world, there's only one universal language, and it's violence. Why don't these men just play D&D by themselves? I know, please just... Play not... Play a private D&D game and call it good. Yeah, hold on. I have to go to, like, his... Uh, I guess his... His wiki page, I think? Your search history... My, you better I, clear it, man. I, I go. I search on private mode at all times. Embarrassing. I would never. I would never search for anything on. <laughs> I would never search for anything on public. Ew. I don't have anything to hide. I just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, here are some quotes. <clears throat> absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's just something he stole. Uh, That's from Newsies. Yeah, that's from Newsies. That's a quote from Newsies. Uh, I didn't kill them, my slaves did. What is happening? Technoblade's slave owner arc? Hello? Zeus is is a god of feminism. So true. I know there's like some raw quotes he's done, but I can't find them. But they're very okay. funny. Should we air our grievances? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna keep looking for them, but let's air our grievances. Cool. While we're doing Here's this. my grievance: Why are they all either racist or groomers or fine with being friends with racists and groomers? Agreed. Like, why are y'all so comfortable? What's going on with that? Yeah, and then it's all of these, like their fans are all of these people who are, like, purport to care about holding racists and groomers accountable, but then they're, yeah. Yeah. They won't hold themselves accountable, and then their fans are like, that's okay, you play Minecraft good. Yeah, like, do let's talk about when uh, fans, like, openly defaced a native, mo- uh, a native memorial, and then they were, and then people who are normal were like, hey, Dream, comment on this. And he was like, no no heart my fans are fine and everyone was like yeah shut up that's unfortunate my big problem with the dream smp in particular is we already it is already so unhealthy the extent to which children are allowed to have these parasocial relationships and they're often encouraged internet figures yeah it's like it is it, it is simply not healthy, like, the amount that people 
idolize and consider themselves like friends with and part of the family of these celebrities who are just need fans to make money and not for any other reason. Um, exactly. And will more than happily take advantage of the fact that these children want to be friends with them. Um, exactly. And, they- and the SMP makes it like even worse because they have these like personas that they are putting on in order to be like uh what word am i looking for they have these personas they're putting on in order to make to like make people want them appealing is what i was looking for to make them appealing to these young audiences and like people are really into them and then they have these like minecraft characters for the smp that have the same names as them and the same voices as them and it's just like another way to get these kids invested in their lives exactly like it's like you can get you can make money off of being uh wilbur soot the human being and you can make money off of being ghostbird yeah like the minecraft character and the thing is beyond that even that and obviously you can't be held responsible for what a bunch of 14 and 15 year olds do but they never like they never like put a hard line in the sand Mm-mm. For, like, where they end and where that character begins and, like, what are the boundaries of their private lives. In fact, Dream even encouraged shipping between the characters. Because, yeah. And he didn't... But he didn't define that. Like, and beyond just the fact that, so, that like, characters in the server are, like, participants in the server are minors. Like, beyond just that, it's, like, continuing to encourage, like, these parasocial relationships in a way that, like... Uh, people can call them, like, mm-hmm. characters, but in reality, it's just an extension of the person. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. And it's, like... Yeah, there there are people in there who are minors who it's unhealthy... It's unhealthy for both parties. Yeah. I am more concerned about the fans than the people making money yeah. off of it. But it's, like, they're... Like, Tommy Innit is 17... Yeah. And he is child. Yeah. Not only are people writing graphic porn about him um, and other members of the server, but like also like he his his little brain is still developing and he's playing all of these different characters for a massive audience. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm nearly three years older than that guy. And I think that I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. That's just scary. This is why genuinely people, I don't think people should be allowed to be on the internet before they're, like, 16. And I don't think, I think that people should not be allowed to have more than a thousand followers until they're 21. (laughs) I say this as someone who, like, has a lot of followers. I don't think that I should. People, people shouldn't be allowed to make money off of the internet as, like, a career until they are old enough to have a real career. Yeah, it's just, like... Not that, make like, making money off the internet is a real career, and I'm saying that it needs to be treated like that, and people shouldn't be allowed to have it as a job until they have enough life experience and skills and mental stability, for lack of a better term, Yeah, to have a job like that. And obviously we can say these things, but, like, we're already there. Like, that yeah. time for regulation... Uh, like, we can add regulation. Like, there's already, like, things in pl- like things being moved into place to, like, protect children that are being, like, exploited yeah. on the internet. But perhaps we need to, like... And there is something you said about, like, 
do we need to put a hard line in the sand about like who gets to be what on the internet because mm-hmm. like then that's just further regulation but like yeah there needs to be some regulations about internet labor and like also about yes. like and also about like uh what define like what what is okay for a creator to be doing Mm because it's like like looking back further than minecraft youtubers i'm going to put this in perspective for people who are a bit older like us but not too much older if you remember jake paul and like his whole thing uh jake paul was like a year ago bro i know but it's like this is like something that people our age actually remember because he was like because he made himself such a big deal right um they were like here's the thing he would, like, uh, at the end of his... He would, like, constantly promote his merch, and most of his audience was, like, 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Like, very young children, but he was constantly promoting himself in that way, where it's, like, get my merch, like, t- like get my merch, support me, do this, do that. Sorry, I just had the realization that Jake Paul was not a year ago. It was more, like, two or three. Well, the whole Logan Paul dead body thing... That happened, like, three years ago. That was January of 2020. That was? Mm-hmm. I refuse to believe that was January. That was January 2020. Bad. It is much more recent than you are treating it. <laughs> it doesn't feel that way. Time is bad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's a good recent example for people who uh, were active in the internet at that time because the Paul brothers were like a very recent example of like a similar phenomena yeah. of like exploiting young children for merchandise. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, I don't mean... I don't mean that people should have to be 21 to be, like, content creators and make money off of that. Mm. Like, what we're doing... We would be hypocrites. Yeah, what we're doing, I don't have a problem with, obviously. And, like, people, like, YouTubers who are, like, making, like, fun little video essays and commentary videos and stuff like that. I mean, like, you're making money off of living your life. Exactly. Which is what people like the Paul Brothers were able to do and, like, what influencers do like they make money by just existing they just and they, well they make money by existing in a way that is profitable and looks good to advertisers yeah um which like you shouldn't have that pressure on you when you are not even college age yet like you shouldn't you shouldn't feel the need to exist in a way that is pleasing to marketing teams exactly <laughs> that's up um also, and also mild correction. I looked it up just to make sure. Uh, that was 2018. For real? Yeah, January 2nd, 2018. I'm insane. I know. Why did I think it was 2020? I was about to say. What happened? Something like that happened in January of 2020. Things like that happened. And it wasn't coronavirus. Yeah. It was like, oh, it was the coup. <laughs> <laughs> We're living in the end of the world. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's like you shouldn't exist in a way that is pleasing to marketing teams at the tender age of 14. Precisely. Yeah, and also you shouldn't, like, I feel like you shouldn't be marketed to at the tender age of 14 either. No, like, there there are, uh, and I encourage people to go to the research on this, but there are laws, like, currently, like, in proposal, like, to protect, like, like minors on the internet from advertising and like mm-hmm. uh also like uh protecting minors on the internet who are being exploited by their parents and stuff like that this like, is stuff i recommend looking into yeah like you shouldn't be learning how to make decisions by vloggers and algorithms mm-hmm. that's 
Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> and also, furthermore, uh, if we're really going to get into the nitty-gritty of, like, the exploitation of, like, algorithms and stuff, and also, like, exploitation of parasocial relationships, it's stuff like that, and I'm not trying to equate Minecraft YouTubers to this, by the way. I want to make that explicitly clear before I say what I'm about to say. It's stuff like that that leads to the alt-right pipeline. Because, like, you, like, the YouTube algorithm is, like, very specifically positioned in this way where it, like, falls down into the yeah. alt-right pipeline. And a lot of these, like, alt-right YouTubers do something very similar to these Minecraft YouTubers where they make you believe they're your friend. Yeah. I, I wouldn't not equate um, some aspects of Minecraft YouTube to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, like, because it's, it's, like, the... Um, it's the cringe compilation to alt-right pipeline. Exactly. And I feel like there's enough overlap between Minecraft Minecraft YouTube enjoyers and cringe comp enjoyers. Yeah. No, there is very much so a danger there. Where it's like, yeah, it's like if you're on... If you are an internet figure, you... You are responsible. You're responsible for the relationship your fans have with you, and you're responsible to an extent for, like, where your content shows up and what your content leads to. Yeah. You can't... Like, don't get me wrong, you are not personally responsible for the actions of your fans. Though you should uh, draw hard lines about, like, this is okay behavior and this is not. Mm-hmm. But you are also equally as responsible for, like, what your content implies and, like, where yeah. it ends up. Yeah. And it's, like, some people um, just, like, blow up and go viral really unexpectedly. And then they're like, what do I do with this? And then managers are like, here's what you do with it. Um... And so it's, like, sometimes it's not their decision to become a huge internet celebrity. But, like, if if you are suddenly become an internet celebrity and have the opportunity to, like, make a career off of having these relationships with your fans, like, you you got to consider whether or not you're up to holding yourself to that standard. And if you're not, don't do it. <laughs> like, people go viral and they're like, oh, f- I gotta be an influencer now. No, you don't have to. You can just stop. Yeah. Just <laughs> delete your account. Yeah. Also, just for some levity, I found the the Tom the the Technoblade quotes I was talking about. Oh. They're wild. Uh Tommy, the thing is you're using words, but the thing about this world, Tommy, is that the only universal language is violence, and we've had that conversation. We've spoken that language in the pit. It's over, Tommy. On to a new day, a new plot. <laughs> okay, Technoblade. I just want to abolish the government. I want to leave a smoking crater from which not only Lamanberg, that's the country, by the I, way, yeah. will, not, will never recover, but from which no new country can arise in its place. There, there exists on the internet a parody of Hallelujah, um, but Hallelujah is Lamanberg. <laughs> internet is a circle man yeah Yeah. there was also after destiel became canon someone rewrote the hallelujah parody and it was still about dean and Cass. of course i think about it Mm -hmm. if people don't know this about me um one of the things that was very influential on my late middle school years was this song called plead the fifth and it is a destiel parody of hallelujah Mm -hmm. also this is another real quote that's going to that i've been thinking about let me tell you a story, Tommy. A, man, a story of a man called Theseus. This man was a liberal arts major, by the way. 
His country, well, his city-state technically, was in danger, and he sent himself forward into enemy lines. He slayed the Minotaur and saved his city. You know what they did to him, Tommy? They exiled him. He died in disgrace, despised by his people. Technoblade is dark timeline Brennan Lee Morgan. Yeah. That's what happens to heroes, Tommy. The Greeks knew the score. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. All right. Should we wrap this up? Yeah, I just had to leave it on that. I just had to leave it on that place because I was Greeks like... The Greeks know the score. The Greeks knew the score. God. All right. But let's, yeah. do, let's do some recommendations. My recommendation is going to be very obvious considering what we discussed earlier but it's Montero it's Montero yeah like I'm not joking I'm not saying I am saying that you should go listen to this album like like I'm sure everyone and their mother has told you you should listen to this album but I'm just going to further affirm that because genuinely excellent album Mm -hmm. like there are such great songs on there and you can tell that he spent all that time like two to three years on that yeah so very nice my recommendation is probably something that most of our listeners have seen already. But I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I am working my way through the Unsleeping City yes. Dimension 20 campaign. Um, and it is my favorite Dimension 20 campaign. It is so excellent. The world building Brennan does is just fantastic. It has the most cohesive party mm-hmm. of D20 and I do agree with that. I feel yeah, like, like they just they work together so much more than any of the other yeah. groups of characters. Yeah, I feel like like obviously Fantasy High is the other most co- cohesive because it's like they all like learn to work together mm-hmm. but like Unsleeping City they have like this kinship with one another Yeah, and Unsleeping City um, it like explores different kinds of relationships because Fantasy High is just like high schoolers who are friends um and that is what you get out of the party but like because the characters in unsleeping city are adults so many yeah there's so many different ages and like come from incredibly different backgrounds and life experiences it's just it's neat um i love it a lot the pete the plugs opening in season two made me weep openly and i will never stop thinking about it ever um please give it a listen we Uh. are planning we have Without st- revealing too much, we have a D&D episode up our sleeves where we will be talking about D20 more. Uh, probably a lot more than you think. Yeah, we have, without giving anything away, we have a D&D episode coming up. Yeah, um, uh, we're very excited about it. Yeah, you should be too. But my recommendation is Unsleeping City. Yeah, uh, on Unsleeping City is such a perfect, like... I, I truly believe that it's one of the only, like, D&D shows I've watched or listened to or slash watched that would be perfectly adapted. I think about an Unsleeping City TV show every day of my goddamn life. Mm-hmm. It, it, tra- it would translate so perfectly. Like, yeah. you would have to... Obviously, the combat episodes would end up being, like, five-minute combat scenes in yeah. real episode time, so, like, the timeline of it would have to change, but that is the only thing you'd have to change. Genuinely, because the way Brennan Lee Mulligan writes already sets it up so well, and the way the players interact plays yeah. into it so well. They all work together. Like, I want, I want an Unsleeping City TV I show. Need, I don't think you guys understand. I need to see Elliot Page's Pete the Plug yesterday. Yeah, God, yes. Um, yeah, there are two... No, there are three non-TV show things that make me want to go into TV just so that I can write adaptations for them. One of them is The Unsleeping City. 
Mm-hmm. One of them is the Juno Steel arc of the Penumbra podcast, mm-hmm. and one of them is the novel The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay. Yeah. But like Unsleeping City, top of that list. I would absolutely want to write that. But my my condition going in would be Brennan, Brian Murphy. <laughs> well, two conditions. Number one, Brian Lee Mulligan still has to be the main writer. Number two, Brian Murphy has to play Cockrash. <laughs> no, I want Danny DeVito to play Cockrash. <laughs> Either Ryan Murphy is way too young to play Cuggrash. No, I don't think you understand. I want him to be. I want Cuggrash to be a puppet. That's funny. That'd be hilarious. I want. Cug- I just. I want him to be voiced by Danny DeVito at least. Mm, I think that. I think either he needs to be like, he needs to be voiced by Danny DeVito. Or it's just Brian Murphy doing that same voice because I think it's so funny to make him do it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, perfect cat. Obviously, Manny Jacinto would be would be Ricky Matsui. I want Chilla Man to be Ricky Matsui mm-hmm. because uh, Manny Jacinto is simply not jacked enough. Um, I want Stephanie Beatrice to play Sophia. Yeah, uh, I've heard. Uh, gosh, what's her name? Cecily Strong. Cecily Strong would also be good. Uh, I just Stephanie Beatrice's character mm-hmm. in In the Heights. Perfectly encapsulates um, Makes Sophia. me want her as Sophia. This is... We were supposed to be ending the episode. <laughs> but also, I'm just going to say this now. Simuli is Dale. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> we're doing great. With that... Ooh, spiel time. We do the spiel. We're done. We're yes. done. All right. We are a Brain Rot Presents production. Um, if you want to know more about that, if you want to give us money so that we can keep paying our um, voice actors for other projects and producers and stuff uh, as much money as we possibly can pay them, um, we have a Patreon and a fundraiser, which will be linked below. Um, if you just want to know more about who we are, see our little TikToks, uh, we are brainrut underscore presents. that's presents with no E's on all social media platforms. Um, if you only care about this podcast, we are Lukewarm Takes EC, as in Emerson College, uh, on Instagram. Is there anything else? Did I miss something? No, but every time you say that, I remember that we should probably change our uh, Instagram handle eventually. Yeah, we should change our Instagram handle because we are no longer affiliated with Emerson College. Um, we still go there. Yeah. We didn't drop out. We just stopped doing podcasts for the school radio. (laughs) Yeah, we did not pull a micro-influencer move and drop out of school. <laughs> I'm going to make a vlog called I Dropped Out of School to Pursue Podcasting. And here's why. <laughs> and here's why. Um, yeah, that's everything. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we hope that you enjoyed our boy Prince of Minecraft. Uh, JT. Yeah. I, one of the artists that designed the Nemesign logo um, is about uh, to start streaming. Um, and Yeah. And our plan is that I'm just going to be sitting there while it is streaming, because uh, it knows how to play video games. I do not. Um, that is true. This is a true fact. Every time we play video games in our suite, it is Jack sitting there watching, and every like most of the time, it is mostly everybody else sitting there watching. While I'm just like, no, you should be doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's what we've been doing in the suite is. Um, John is playing Resident Evil while Ford coaches them on how to play while everyone else watches. Yeah, because like sometimes John, poor John, he's do he he's real he's pretty good at the game just on his own. But sometimes he gets stuck on a part, and I'm like, please let me help you. Yeah. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh.
no. My final thoughts are stream Montero. Stream Montero. Be wary of internet celebrities. Uh, and be, uh, be uh, reflective of your parasocial relationships. Be gay. Do crime. Thanks for listening.